What up? This is the NFL Live Show. Pete McCarthy here for Osmo as we get you ready for some Monday night football. Giants, Buccaneers, Tom Brady going against his arch rival. So no Eli Manning to uh, to wreck the party for him. And, you know, even if he makes up for a couple of Super Bowls, I don't think anyone's really going to remember it, uh, say, five years from now. But here we go. Pete McCarthy, Matt Savoca on this Monday night. How are we doing today, Matt? Hey, feeling great. I'm really excited for this matchup as much as you can be for a Buccaneers-Giants matchup that on paper doesn't look like the closest of games, but you never know. Single game slate, obviously a lot to break down strategy-wise when it comes to the Yahoo slate here. Mm -hmm. I'm really stoked to get into it. Yeah, the uh, the Giants may be as healthy as they've been offensively in a long time, expected to return uh, Saquon Barkley to the mix and have Kadarius Toney. Uh, the injury report is actually uh, pretty interesting here, which uh, we will get into. But uh, before we start it up, give us a like, subscribe, keep up with all of our shows here at Osmo, our DFS offers, your giveaways, and much, much more. And once you do subscribe, hit that notification button to get alerts when our shows do go live. And be sure to check out today's free premium tools and data, which are Monday Night Football Player Rankings, NBA Main Slate Ownership Projections, and NHL player rankings. And if you're playing NBA DFS tonight, make sure to also check out Adam Scherer's NBA Deep Dive article, which is the most in-depth free NBA DFS information you will find anywhere. Uh, so uh, be sure to check that out. Basic stuff tonight. The Bucks are a 10.5-point favorite. Personally, I like them a little bit more than that. Uh, the over-under on that game, on this game, not that high. It's under 50, 49 and a half. So you're looking at Bucks 30, Giants 19 and a half, the implied points. Weather not a factor, 67 degrees clear in Tampa. Injury report, as we mentioned, Antonio Brown, we know he's out. So Scotty Miller might come back for the Bucks. You have Tyler Johnson in that mix. It's kind of a cheap receiver as well for Tampa Bay. Rob Gronkowski is expected to play. He's going to give it a try warming up as long as his back is okay. He will play, did practice in full on Thursday and Friday. Vita Vea, the terrific run stopper for Tampa Bay. He is doubtful with a knee injury. To some degree, it's good news. We saw him carted off last week. Uh, but the Bucs, such a great run defense. And I guess we're going to kind of find out, is it Vita Vea or is it the way that they do things all together and against um, against Saquon Barkley here? I think that's, that's a big decision you have to make because I don't, really like Saquon Barkley going into tonight. But if you think, hey, Vita Bay is out, it's going to be open up the middle. It's a different story. Uh, that's a clever way to look at it. I actually don't hate playing it that way because Saquon Barkley on paper does not look like a strong option. Obviously, he has the talent and the ability on a per-touch basis to always break one open here. And that can happen on any play in any game. But Tampa Bay has been excellent against the run, as you alluded to, all season long. Second in the NFL in yards per carry allowed. That's tougher for opposing defenses. It seems like them and the New Orleans Saints are always 1-2 mm -hmm. in that metric. And then it's everybody else. But they've been no slouch, even with the injuries in their secondary. Eighth in the NFL in yards allowed per pass attempt. Mm -hmm. And while they're only about 20th in points allowed per play, really towards the middle of the pack, that's mostly due to the fact that their offense, you know, last week notwithstanding, is usually just pouring it on. And so other teams in comeback mode sometimes score, but it's usually in a futile effort. I don't really see a whole lot of scenarios where the running game is established for New York. That said, if anyone can do it, it's a player like Saquon Barkley at full strength. I'm excited to see him back. 
Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I mean, he's one of those players that you love to watch. Uh, he has the ability to impact the game, not only on the ground, but through the air as well. We saw that big touchdown he had, I believe it was in Atlanta against the Falcons uh, as the Giants were trying to come back. Maybe it was in New Orleans, whatever it was, but uh, he had a big pass play in one of those games as the Giants were able to come back. So uh, we'll get further into Saquon Barkley, how much you trust him coming off not only the sprained knee, but also he had a bout with COVID. I don't know how much uh, that factors into things at this point. We've seen so many players come back. Uh, defensively for Tampa Bay, they do shore up the secondary a little bit. Sean Murphy Bunting is expected to return. Giants are banged up defensively. Logan Ryan, Lorenzo Carter out. Sterling Shepard out as far as the receivers go. Uh, but big picture in this game. We know Tom Brady and this Bucks offense, they want to pass. They want to throw it down your throat. They're not going to stop when they go up two touchdowns, maybe at four or five touchdowns up. They uh, hit the brakes a little bit. How do you see this game playing out? Is this a close game? Is it a high scoring game? If you had to you know, try to put it in a certain direction, where are you going? Well, if you're playing this any other than the way I'm about to say, then you're doing something else. You're doing something contrarian, I will say. And that's often a way to play single game slates. But honestly, the most likely outcome here is exactly what you said. Tom Brady passing the ball all game long. Obviously, when he gets towards the goal line, maybe he'll hand it off to Leonard Fournette. But that's no guarantee. Obviously, Tom Brady with 377 pass attempts already. That's second in the NFL. They're throwing the ball 42 and a half times per game on average. That's second in the NFL. They're also second in the NFL in red zone attempts. So... Uh, if you want to be second in the NFL and something else, how about deep ball attempts? You get the point here. This is a pass first offense, getting one of their major weapons back in Rob Gronkowski. I don't see any reason for them to move away from their typical game plan in a metric that I really like to look at schedule adjusted fantasy points allowed. That's a defensive metric that just looks at the teams that you've played and the score that you've had and tries to contextualize those two. The Giants are well below average in schedule adjusted fantasy points allowed dealing with injury. The most likely outcome here is Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay offense passing the ball all night long. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, the Giants defense is pretty middle of the road and, and they are a little banged up, as I alluded to. They are terrible against the run. Uh, 30th in the NFL, according to Football Outsiders DBOA, when you look at the run defense, but Tampa's not exactly the team that's going to be looking to take advantage of that, though uh, maybe accidentally Leonard Fournette could bust out some big plays. So uh, we'll go position by position, start with the quarterbacks in a moment. But first, let's tell you about a big special we've got going on at Osmo for Black Friday. You need to get in on this. Uh, our NFL Express Weekly Pass. It's the best way to introduce yourself to NFL DFS. And if you've been on the fence, hey, you know, I like what these guys have to say, but I don't really want to give any money away or, or buy or get on that side of things. It's $1. You, you want to get an idea of the information, uh, all the ownership projections that you can get your hands on. $1 for this week. Uh, all you have to do is use promo code STUFFING, the GOAT of Thanksgiving food. Again, STUFFING is that promo code. This will give you player rankings, ownership rankings, everything we have to offer for NFL showdown and single game contests. And that's big because we have three games on Thanksgiving. So if you sign up today, you get tonight, you get the three showdowns on Thanksgiving, you get Sunday night football and Monday night football next week. We're talking about six games, six slates that you can play with this information for $1. Also included is access to our free premium or to our premium tools and data for in-season fantasy football and tiers contests on DraftKings. Again, promo code STUFFING to access our most expansive NFL Express Pass ever for only $1 for your first week. 
What's your favorite thing to put in stuffing? What do you like to mix in there? Ooh, okay. Because you can't just have basic stuffing anymore. You got to step it up, right? How about bake, bacon bits? You got bacon bits in your stuffing? Ooh. You ever done that? That's really, really solid. That sounds money. Sausage in stuffing, a winner oh, as sure. well. For sure. Definitely go with that. I don't know. Matt Gajeski would probably say tuna. I wouldn't. Uh, tuna I would be that. his choice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. Uh, remember, you can activate the coupon by clicking the link in the description of the video below. This offer is valid through Friday, November 26th. Again, $1. If, if you've been on the fence, you don't know whether you want to do it, give it a shot. Take a look at what, it, uh, what, what you see. Maybe you like it. Maybe you don't. But stop guessing. Start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. $1. Pretty risk-free promo code. Stuff it. All right, so let's get back to it. Quarterbacks, Tom Brady, 37 bucks. It's really the only thing that's holding you up at all. Uh, you look at Osimo's, uh, you know, tools here, that the chances of Tom Brady being the highest scoring player on Yahoo, which is really all you have to look at on Yahoo because the, the salary doesn't matter a whole lot. Once he's in the lineup, he's in the lineup. Uh, you're talking about a 40-plus percent chance of being the top scoring guy in this game. If you're getting away from Tom Brady, maybe you're making a mistake, but you're definitely getting different. Yeah, that's right. We already talked about some of the metrics that show how pass happy he is, but also his efficiency rankings on that insane volume have been just off the charts, especially when you age adjust things. Fourth in the NFL in adjusted yards per attempt. In play action completion percentage, he's fifth in the NFL. In true completion percentage, he's sixth in the NFL. That just takes away dropped passes and throwaway passes. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about the most efficient version of Tom Brady that we've really seen with a healthier passing core. And you could still argue that this version, even without Antonio Brown, is the healthiest, or excuse me, is the most talented passing core that he's ever worked with when you include those players. So not to say that he hasn't been doing anything but balling out, again, last week notwithstanding. That is the thing we have to assume here. In my first run of lineups, I'm getting tons and tons of Tom Brady. There is no player I'm getting more than Tom Brady. So even though it's going to be very popular, I'm probably going to end up over the field. It's really hard to get away from Brady overall, and it's really just a matter of do you want to put him in the superstar spot or not? That's the decision that you're making. Uh, Daniel Jones, typically that underdog quarterback is about 50% owned. Uh, Jones, he's kind of interesting, right? The biggest game he had this year was one of these slates where he ran for 90-something yards against Washington. Really hasn't done that again. We know he's the ability to run, runs for 28 yards per game. Passing-wise, not a whole lot to love here, only eight touchdowns. However, uh, besides Sterling Shepard, he finally has kind of a full array of weapons behind him, which he has not had in many, many weeks. Yeah, that matters to an extent. And obviously, it's a quarterback on a one-game slate, right? So even if it's not something where we love the projection, the medium projection for Daniel Jones, we're probably going to have plenty of him if we're creating multiple lineups here. And just in my initial run, I have about 50% Daniel Jones amongst the superstar position and the flex spot here. The rushing upside is not to be ignored, but at the same time, he's had under 30 yards rushing in every single game over the last six weeks. Mm -hmm. He hasn't had over 30 since week three. Obviously, that big uh, week two game where he had 95 yards rushing, that classic uh, run against the Eagles a couple of years ago or a face plant on what would <laughs> have been a historic run. But we know that's in his range of outcomes. That's always nice for a quarterback, particularly an underdog quarterback. But we need a lot of things to go right here. We need a hyper-efficient passing game and probably some scores on the ground for him to outscore Tom Brady. 
not impossible, but certainly not something I'm going to bet on in most of my lineups. Again, I'm right around the 50% mark in my pool right now. All right, so as we hit the receivers, we'll get to uh, Daniel Jones, who he has to work with, kind of bring it back to Tom Brady here. Uh, The only issue with the Bucs receivers, a little expensive. Mike Evans, $29, pretty far up there. You're really hoping for touchdowns with him. Does have nine touchdowns on the season. Chris Godwin sees the most targets for this Tampa Bay team. He sits at $24. Rob Gronkowski, I I guess we imagine he sees close to a full allotment, but I wouldn't necessarily count on that. $21, again, a guy that's touchdown dependent. And and then you get interesting with Tyler Johnson and Scotty Miller and and some of these $10 guys that are in the mix. So uh, who is your favorite pass catcher when you have all these Tom Brady lineups sitting there? And uh, we know he's not getting his own points running the ball. Yeah, I'm getting to a lot of Chris Godwin. And it might be to a situation where I just take a stand in this game. That's obviously something you got to do sometimes to differentiate yourself. Or I'll just have a bunch of Tom Brady, Chris Godwin lineups and then mix and match through there. Not to say that Mike Evans is a bad play. I honestly don't hate Rob Gronkowski as a, as a touchdown-dependent option because tight ends are touchdown-dependent options anyway. Even in a single-game slate where we've seen them, uh, this is a narrative take, we've seen tight ends go absolutely berserk in single-game slates this year. Maybe it stays that way with Rob Gronkowski. I'm certainly not staying away from him. In fact, I have over 30% between the superstar hmm. spot and the utility spot for Rob Gronkowski and Mike Evans. So I'm finding ways to mix them in. It's just that I have Godwin at almost double that right now. I think Godwin showed no signs, essentially, of being hampered by the injury that almost held him out of Week 10. He ran 31 routes, played on 95.7% of snaps, got eight targets, caught seven of them. So he was basically right at his typical usage. He's actually had seven or eight catches in four of his last five games. So there's a floor there and a ceiling for Godwin, uh, especially against a secondary I'm not scared about. I'm going to have a lot of him tonight. Would you rank Godwin ahead of Evans, even though – Evans is $5 more expensive if you take the money out of it even? I kind of would. I mean, we know that Evans can get there on a small target share, but he had a 10-target game in week seven. The other three games over the last four weeks, besides that, three targets, four targets, and four targets. There is a floor for Mike Evans that is significantly lower than Godwin. Mm -hmm. We know what the ceilings are for both these players. Two touchdowns, over 100 yards, absolutely in the range of outcomes for both players. But I think when you're talking about a slight salary difference and a usage difference in the lower salary player, that's when I might just take a stand. And, you know, I I think this is a game where, look, you want to get Tom Brady in there, he's $37. Maybe you want to get Leonard Fournette in there, or you're trying to get Evans and Godwin in your lineup. This is a night where... You might have to find some cost savings somewhere. What about when we get a little further down? Tyler Johnson, $10, has seen 11 targets over the last two weeks with Antonio Brown out. However, Scotty Miller is expected to be back. Honestly, I I don't know exactly what that depth chart is, who sits where at this point with Tampa Bay. Uh, How do you handle that particular mix? Well, I'm not going to pretend like I know something that the, the rest of the world knows. I don't actually have any idea how the tertiary options work out outside of Godwin, Evans, and Gronkowski here. I think Tyler Johnson's still going to get run. I think if Scotty Miller's healthy, he's almost certainly going to get run. If you have our Fantasy Cruncher add-on at Osimo, I created a rule to have only one of them appear in my lineups. I don't think it's very plausible that both of them hit, but 
of course, if either of them fall into the end zone, you know, we've seen Scotty Miller with multiple long play touchdowns mm-hmm. last season when he was more healthy. It's not impossible here. So I definitely want to say only play one of them, but I'm not going away from them. Just looking here, I have 13% Tyler Johnson, a little bit less Miller right now, but I have no problem with either player. And we'll get to the Giants receivers in a moment. I guess I'll throw Cameron Braid, OJ Howard. I would think with Gronk back, you're not considering mm-hmm. those two. That simple. Uh, I actually have the same exact rule. I, I actually think that in showdown lineups where I want to try to stay, uh, create unique lineups, I'm mm-hmm. okay going with Gronk and one of those two, but I would not ever play three of those tight ends, if that makes sense. So I'm only playing one of Braid and Howard. Okay, and we've seen them find the end zone. And uh, as you've mentioned, we've seen some backup tight ends find the end zone. And uh, sometimes, you know, it's not exactly Gronk is a pillar of health that uh, you know, he can't possibly uh, end up on the sideline in this game. But, of course, uh, we partner with Yahoo Fantasy this NFL season. Uh, check out our exclusive limited-time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Now, to qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below, deposit, and play. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest. We'll reach out via email with your coupon. And if you need immediate access because you want to play tonight, email support at awesome.com and we'll get you all set up. Yahoo also give you a free $10, which could be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $100,000 Monday Night Football Baller and the $1 million Everyone Wins Thanksgiving Baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections at Osmo, designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Uh, Giants receivers, this is where you could save a little bit of money. Uh, it's just a matter of figuring out who might have the big play. Kadarius Tony had that great game against the Dallas Cowboys. Hasn't done a whole lot otherwise. He's been banged up, but $16, really high ceiling on this guy. Kenny Galladay is healthy, $15. Evan Ingram, a couple of touchdowns. He's at $15. And then, I mean, you're just throwing darts. Darius Slayton, John Ross the third, Kyle Rudolph being the backup quarterback. Uh, I think if you're you're looking for ceiling, Kadarius Tony's the way to go. Yep, that's how I see it as well. I mean, yes, it's been a rough couple of weeks, but we also see this volatility often with rookie wide receivers. The thing I already like to see is that we have that nine target, that 13 target ceiling for Tony. That's something you can't say about all first-year players. Would I like to see him be getting more usage? I would. And I actually do think that without Sterling Shepard expected to play, mm-hmm. It's a solid boost to Tony in the slot and just as a check down option for Daniel Jones in this matchup. He is by far the Giants wide receiver I'm getting to the most right now. Kenny Galladay basically is interesting in name only. I I don't see the usage really matching up with the salary here, even on a one game slate. Not to say that any play that is any player that's going to be on the field for a significant snap share in a one game slate is playable. But Galladay compared to, say, Darius Slayton, their opportunity shares, their target shares don't honestly look that different Mm -hmm. this season. So I'm probably going to be under the field on Kenny Galladay. I won't make a rule to say stay away from him, but he certainly doesn't look appealing. I'm hoping that Kadarius Toney gets back to that midseason form. I remember, you know, he... Well, he left that Los Angeles Rams yes. game and he was going to be a big after- part of the game plan. They said that and he got hurt right away after he was targeted like three times on the opening drive. That was right you, after the Dallas game. You nailed it. You nailed it. He, that's exactly what I was going to say. Three targets on five routes. I mean, you were the focal point of the offense that week. We're hoping mm-hmm. that now that he's a bit, a bit healthier, we could see that again. 
Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted you. You had it. Oh, you were perfect. Right. One on. of the few things I know. Finish you know, I got to throw it in there. Get a, little, get a little spice <laughs> while I can. Uh, so there you go. The, the Giants uh, receiving core. And again, those guys are relatively cheap. You hope one of them, big play, finds the end zone. Giants are playing from behind. They might be throwing quite a bit, as I think we would expect. And these are the guys that are going to see some of that action. We'll get to the running game in a moment. Uh, get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass. It's just $29.95. This will give you full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com. Player projections, ownership projections, lineup builder. And if you're only looking to play NFL DFS, you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NFL packages including our Black Friday promo. Again, your first week of NFL Express Weekly for just $1 promo code STUFFING. And you can find that link in the description below. Running backs, I like Leonard Fournette tonight. I know that's not what Tampa Bay wants to do. What I liked was last week, even when they fell behind, he had eight catches last week. So he's become more active in the passing game. The Giants' run defense is not very good. Look, he's $23. I understand it's not the number one. You have Gronk coming back, uh, providing some competition for those uh, red zone touchdowns. What do you make of Leonard Fournette tonight? He's clearly the alpha back for Tampa Bay at this point. Yeah, 100%. He's in my top five in terms of current roster players right now. And obviously that could change as we get closer to kickoff, but I really like Leonard Fournette. You mentioned it earlier. The Giants have been extremely susceptible on the ground. Now, I'm not fully convinced that Tampa Bay is going to have to move away from their primary offensive sure. game plan, which is why I'm still playing a ton of Tom Brady, Chris Godwin lineups, and just pass catchers in general. But still, when you look at Leonard Fournette, the obvious number one, but if you just look at expected fantasy points, which is basically a volume metric on a scale that we can all understand, fantasy points, he is among the top running backs in the NFL, top 10 in the NFL over the last eight weeks. So I know he's on a pass-first offense, but I'm certainly going to be getting to plenty of Fournette when it, he even has that floor of the passing game work that I didn't expect to begin the year. Now we could see some fluctuation there. We got to mention that, right? Because Gio Bernard is still involved. Mm -hmm. uh, Ronald Jones is constantly mixed in as a spellback. I don't think Bruce Arians has any allegiance to Leonard Fournette. And certainly if he fumbles, it's always a situation where he could go away for the rest of the game. I just don't that's think Ronald that's Jones. Most... He's been, uh, you know, in that, that doghouse for a while. I mean, he's in the eternal doghouse. I just don't <laughs> think that that's an exclusive club mm. for Ronald Jones. If Fournette screws up enough, we'll see the others get in there. And, you know, especially if they're having offensive line troubles, we will actually see Gio Bernard play a little bit more often. I think he is their best pass blocker right now. Yes, and uh, we, we've seen Bernard get some action and, um, you know, not terribly active in the passing game, but he does. He has scored three touchdowns over the course of this year. Gives us some salary relief at 13 bucks. As for the Giants, uh, Saquon Barkley is cheaper than Leonard Fournette. I don't think we would have expected that, say, coming into the season. Uh, $20 on Barkley. Hasn't played in a while. The, the sprained ankle. He's come back from that. He saw it blow up like a balloon while, uh, when he was hurt against Dallas. Vita Vey is doubtful in this game. Not expected to play. Maybe that opens up some opportunities in this running game for the Giants. Uh, what, what do you what do you make of Barkley tonight? I would probably stay away, uh, you know, but I'm playing, you know, one or two lineups. You're playing a heck of a lot more, so I'm sure you'll be sprinkling him in. I sure will be sprinkling him in, and I'm definitely going to be what I believe is going to be under the field. We don't have, I believe, single game ownership for Yahoo on our site, but you can use 
You can use FanDuel's ownership. And we also have a top plays tool that helps really discern the value here. And we are seeing uh, Saquon Barkley not look spectacular, but look usable here. And I'm just looking at a player who still win healthy. His abated tackles per touch, that's at a 41.6% clip. That's sixth best in the NFL. So even though he hasn't had so many touches, on a per-touch basis, he's basically the same guy we've always thought he was. His breakaway run rate, his ability to turn any touch into a 10-yard run or more, at 5.6%, that's 17th in the NFL. And then you're talking about a player who's over a 10% target share, and you know what he can do once he gets the ball in his hands. He is far from a stay-away option. But he's held back by his offense. He's held back by the fact that the Tampa Bay defensive line Vea or not is one of the strongest in the league. It's not him crushing is not the most likely outcome here, but I have to have enough lineups because it's certainly possible. Look at the Giants are playing, let's say the Saints, right? We talked about how good that run defense is. I feel more comfortable with that because I'm not expecting the Saints to go out and score 22 points these days, right? But Vegas is looking at Tampa Bay putting up 31 points, and you can see 21 of them on the board in the first half. In the game script, I, I think makes makes it a little tougher with Barkley. I agree. You know, one of the key strategy points, though, is often the lineups that win are lineups that go for a game scenario that was outside of the most likely to occur. So certainly Giants controlling start to finish. Saquon having a huge game is a very alternative outcome for this game well the giants have done it to brady before so uh you know if you play on fantasy oh, cruncher oh, you, you can hit the slider and uh you know put giants was it 17 14 the first time around so you can uh, you know do whatever you want there uh defense is here look if, if you hate this giants offense you think the bucks are going to figure it all out defensively they're 18 bucks giants are 12 bucks if you uh want to play that scenario and they're sacking tom brady left and right and michael strahan's coming back but uh you know what do you make <laughs> of the defenses here yeah, I've got some Buccaneers defense. And honestly, I have Buccaneers defense pretty high up there, uh, right in my top 10 list among most rostered players. I think this is obviously something that could occur. I saw someone in the chat say, please don't make a defense at Superstar being in the winning lineup again. Oh, so we know it's possible. I didn't and know Daniel it was Jones, possible, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you just need a shutout and a touchdown, and then you can get up there on Yahoo. Well, that's a good strategy point too, because, you know, obviously the players with higher projections and ceilings don't get there in those situations. Defensive touchdowns are very random, but Daniel Jones has been turnover prone enough mm -hmm. where I'm going to have over 20%. A fifth of my lineups will have the Bucks. See if that'll hit for the Bucks. Uh, superstar spot. I mean, if you're not going Tom Brady, who's your number one option in this game? I think the, uh, the, the tool points to daniel jones but do you mix that up a little bit didn't seem like you were too hot to try it on uh daniel jones having a big night tonight yeah he's still in there like i definitely have a good amount of daniel jones he's in the top five superstar plays for me if i just rank those but i have a ton of chris godwin at superstar yeah and that's really where i'm going again i, I it is a player i'm making a stand beyond chris godwin the next two uh, flex players I have Saquon Barkley and Leonard Fournette so obviously those are players who can rack up huge games or huge touch shares other than the quarterbacks who are always viable at the superstar position well we appreciate you guys uh, getting involved in the chat make sure like subscribe come back every Monday night we're breaking down uh, Monday night football right here at three o'clock eastern time on the Osmo DFS channel. Still a lot of content to come. we got some basketball shows, NBA Deeper Dive pre-show starts at 4.15 Eastern time. And then back to the NFL showdown live before lock 
at 7.15 Eastern time. Matt Saboka, always a pleasure. Enjoy the stuffing on Thursday. You too, sir. This is a blast. I'm put some bacon bits in there. I got a new tip now. Let's get some chorizo. I like that call in the chat too. Yeah, let's get some chorizo. Ooh, chorizo. That's even better than sausage. Let's get it. it might be. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Have a good one.